Welcome into RJ Bell's Dream Preview. This is the Thursday Night Football Same Game Parlay Pod. Find out how the sausage is made as we try to come up with a winning same game parlay for tonight, courtesy of the DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Scott Sattenberg, joined by the only two-time winner of the Super Contest, Mr. Steve Fezzik. Fez, we have the Commanders and the Bears tonight on Thursday Night Football. Well, the the one bet I made was the Bears to go under five and a half wins last week, and I've doubled down and I played them under four and a half. There's your Easter egg. No same game parlay, but um, you know those are available at various books. How many games the Bears going to win this year? They won three last year. Can't see them doing better than that. I, I think <laughs> about like the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, where they asked John they, they, John Candy and Steve Martin. Steve Martin's like, "What do you think temperature is?" And John Candy says, "One." <laughs> Maybe one win for the Bears. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to see when they're going to be favored, if at all. Oh, God, no. Maybe at home against Carolina. Oh, good point. It's a Thursday night, November 9th. That brings me to Carolina's season win is four and a half. <laughs> and I, I, I played them under as well. It's I think I, I think the tie at 10 to 1 isn't. They're no, also, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. December 24th, Christmas Eve, they're home against Arizona. So they might be favored in two games this year. Hmm. For the rest of the season, I'm saying. But, yeah, I, directionally, I'm, I'm with you. Carolina they're, they're has a, a lot team. more motivation in that game because the last thing they want to do is to, like, get the number one pick and not have it, right? Yeah, good point. So, All right, well, let's talk about the Bears and the Commanders tonight, and let's try and come up with a winning same-game parlay. And like we do each and every week, we're going to give you one standard same-game parlay, and we're looking for about three-to-one odds on the payout here, something around that range. And then we'll go one long shot. And that could just be as simple as adding just one more leg to the parlay to make it an extreme long shot. And we like to call it, you know, maybe it's a weekend getaway or maybe it's a week. Maybe Uh, we spend a weekend at uh, Tahoe or we spend a week at Whistler. Well, I could say maybe it's it's, it's a weekend up in Mount Charleston Mm. or... It's a week in Tahoe. Mount, Mount Charleston's underrated for Vegas. It's 11,900 feet, almost 12,000-foot mountain. There's a lodge up there, uh, burned to the ground. I, I think they've, there's, two, there's, there's, a, there's two of them. There's the retreat and the lodge, yeah. Yeah, well, now there's one because one of them burned down. I don't uh, know. They're I gonna, didn't know that. Yeah. That's they, sad. They'll, they'll build it back up. Um, the Maybe we could have an F1 race up the highway. <laughs> up Kyle Canyon. <laughs> yes. Um, the but I regress. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's try and come. On. Let's 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 first let's talk about your general feel for the game tonight as we try and build this same game parlay. The Commanders are favored, six point favorites. The total is forty four and a half. Traditionally, the idea has been that home teams thrive on Thursday night football, but that actually hasn't been the case in recent seasons since twenty twenty. Home teams on Thursday nights are 19 and 30 against the spread. Yeah. So because of that, I don't have any bias, although I do think all Thursday teams are not the same. And this is not a buttoned up Bears team. So because of that, I really don't want the Bears. And I don't think I don't think the coaching staff and the quarterback are like burning the midnight oil, you know, with prep for, you know, for the game necessarily on a short week. So I I think the spread is basically right. I I would like to attack this. By looking at Justin Fields, because how so? What do you mean? So the narrative on him, starting week since he said I'm being too robotic, I got to just play. I, I stop thinking so much. I got to just play, which I largely agreed with. So the Sharps all bet Justin Fields over for rush yards weeks three and four, and they kissed the baby going zero and two. He ran quite a bit week three, didn't get a lot of yards, didn't run hardly at all week four, especially fourth and one when he could have just easily gotten a first down and won the game. Yeah, hand the ball off to Herbert. No, no dice. Um, and my take is, 
if you were up 28 to 7 and you had the lead the whole game mm-hmm. and you're still throwing the ball and you're not running the ball as the quarterback, well, the game script, you're probably going to be behind in this game. So immediately I'm thinking to myself, can I play fields under for rush yards and over for pass yards? Okay. So that was my that was my sure. first first well, let's take. looking at his game logs in week one against Green Bay, nine carries, fifty-nine yards. Uh week two against Tampa, four carries for three yards. Against Kansas City, eleven carries for forty-seven yards. Against Denver, four carries for twenty-five yards. Looking at the same game parlay tab up on the DraftKings Sportsbook, if we go to Justin Fields' rushing number, it Let is. Let me guess. Let me guess. Go ahead. Fifty-three. Forty-seven and a half. A little lower than I wanted. So we go under forty-seven and a half as your first leg. Yes. Justin Fields under. Now passing yards. Justin Fields' game logs. He had two hundred and sixteen against Green Bay. 211 against Tampa, only 99 passing yards against Kansas City, and 335 last week against Denver, by far his best passing performance in a long time. This is like the Olympics. Throw out the high, mm-hmm. throw out the low, and let's make it 215. 193 and a half. So that seems low. So I like over the 193 and a half. Would you agree? Yes. I don't want to just drive this train. No, I like because, it. Because, because if I drive the train alone, yeah. You know that uh, there'll be a, a tweet will come out talking about how I crashed the train. So, so right now, two legs, Justin Fields over 193.5 passing yards and under 47.5 rushing yards is plus 238. Now, remember, this is not a zero-sum game. If the mm-hmm. Bears are going to get a certain number of yards, every extra pass yard that Fields gets means less likely he got it you know, running. Running-wise, yes. So I do like – and so plus 230 – so there is a, a clear and obvious correlation – if there was no correlation, it should pay 260 So it's not that far off. Can we find now a negative correlation that will juice up the payout by adding a third leg? You know, I, I almost think that if the Bear, if he's throwing, it's going to be easier to get those pass yards if they're behind. What if we throw Washington into, in, into the bucket, minus six? Washington minus six, it's plus 500. What do you think about that? Mm. Game. The game script is that if Washington is up by more than six, they're probably going to be up more than eight, which means we're going to be. So he's got to pass. He doesn't, and he's not going to run. Yes. The only thing I fear is that if they're up by more than one score, the defense is playing prevent, and Fields is more likely to just take off and run when there's no coverage, when 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 there's nobody to throw to, because the secondary is covering all the guys, knowing that they just have to pass, and they run a three man rush, and then all of a sudden he gets by sweat, and then just. Runs for I, 15 yards? I was thinking that, but I was also thinking the, they could have won. They could have won the game last week, and he didn't, and he chose not to run the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, like he when he got strip sacked in the pocket, he wasn't rolling out to run. He was in the pocket, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I just, it doesn't seem, it, it seems like he's like, he's not buying into like wanting to do, and the coaching staff is not calling, you know, run only plays for him. Okay. I have another way of going about this. I'm flexible. Talk to me. Cole Komet last week was the number one receiving option for Justin Fields. Okay. I know DJ Moore. Uh, Tight end's up. always open. He had the thir- hundred. He had the 131 yards. But Cole Komet had seven catches on nine targets. Mm-hmm. That was his best game. And he had two touchdowns as well. They also, you know, uh, Claypool's done. 
DJ Moore is going to attract. You know, what's weird is that they Claypool doesn't show up the game after I watched the game. I know mm-hmm. he got roundly criticized. He was blocking like a crazed man, and then they and then he doesn't. They tell him that don't show up for the next yeah. game. Weird. So commit seven targets in week one, six targets in week two, only two cart targets against Kansas City, and then nine targets against Denver. And and I like where you're going because they were. This is the one good offensive game they've had. Yes. So why not? Do what worked last week. What, what, what's his over-under in catches? And four what, and a half? What worked last Five? week was D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore had eight catches for 131 yards. But I feel like that's going to be juiced. And also, yeah. that's the attention of the defense is to take him away. Yes. And I'd rather go to commit the tight end who's the safety valve, who you look at the targets, same amount of targets as D.J. Moore, seven catches, 85 yards, and the two touchdowns. What's his over-under catches and yards? So his yardage is 32 and a half. That's compared to DJ Moore's 50 and a half. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'd much rather go the 32 and a half on Komet. Komet receptions, three and a half, plus 120 to the over. I'm sorry. Komet over three and a half catches is the play. Yeah, it feels like if, if you know if he catches three, he doesn't have a prayer to get over 32 and a half. It's unlikely. It seems like if he gets four, he, you, I could see him catching four for 25. So I mean, right. maybe a I'm red biased. zone target. He gets a, he gets a one yard touchdown. That, that's fine. Maybe that's, I'm that's biased because I saw just saw Camara who looked great get yeah. like like 30 catches for 12 yards, something like. But Komet scored. He scored two touchdowns in that game last week. He had one touchdown that was a. Uh, he had the 22 yard uh, pass. Right, put in the but Komet. then he had the three. He had a three yard touchdown. Put in the Komet over the three and a half. Over the three and a half. Guess what? Plus 500. Plus 500. There's, I think that's our weekend. So we go Justin Fields over 193 and a half passing yards, over three and a half Cole Komet receptions, under Justin Fields 47 and a half rushing yards. Yes. I like it. What if I throw Washington in for, to, to, for, for the jumbo? If we want to add Washington in for the, you know, the, the week in Tahoe or whatever. Washington minus six, this becomes plus 950. It's your call. You tell me. I'd rather stay with the correlations here. How about we add the over 32 and a half? We get take a severe correlation. We do commit over 32 and a half. It's probably not going to help at all. It probably won't help at all because it's directly correlated. It becomes plus 575. I don't like that. But what I do like is what if it was Justin Fields' pass attempts? Because if we're saying it's not going to, the problem is it's going to be almost the same. Go ahead and put it in plus six fifty. Yeah, it's not not good enough. It, it, I really don't want to lay six hundred to win one hundred fifty. You're right. It's a good point. It's a good point. Right now we're at plus five hundred. This is the weekend getaway. It's plus five hundred. We are at Justin Fields over one hundred ninety three and a half passing yards, under forty seven and a half rushing yards. Cole Komet, the tight end of the Bears, over three and a half receptions. How, how about we play Washington's quarterback under? Sam Howell. Yep. After what he did last week. Yeah. Sam Howell is at two forty one and a half. Yeah. So if they're if they're up, which for if Fields is going to throw a lot, Washington's winning. So Howell doesn't throw in the fourth quarter. Only if you like it. Well, but in, the Bears' defense is so atrocious. I don't want to play yards under. Which is why I'd actually rather do something with Brian Robinson, the running back, and his rushing attempts. 15 and a half. I'm not up to speed with the the running back core. Okay, so Brian Robinson's the guy for Washington. He's he's their lead back. He's a stud. He's involved in the passing game as well. 
Uh, How many did he get against the Eagles? Last week against the Eagles, Brian Robinson carried 14 times for 45 yards and a touchdown. And obviously game script was close. Game was close the whole way. And one, they were, I mean, Sam Howell threw 41 times. Yes. They were throwing because they were trailing. Throw it in. Let's see what we do. If you go over 15 and a half carries for Brian Robinson, so I'm not to, doing his yardage, I'm just doing the carries. And the philosophy, the theory is they're going to be winning. He's going to run the football. You can do, you can do yardage because I, 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 kind of, but, I want to bet against I the Bears do, defense. I want to do attempts because he's, because one, he's going to have success running the football, but two, they're going to be winning. Yeah. And in the wins against Arizona and Denver, he had 19 carries and 18 carries. Fair enough. Go ahead. In the losses, he had 10 carries and 14 sure, carries. Sure. So they're going to be winning. They're going to be running the football. Anyone who watched Seattle play the Giants, the the bell cow uh, back for Seattle. Had two, Walker. He had two, two, two carries with a minute to go in the yeah. first half, and he wound up with like 19. Over yeah. 15 and a half rushing attempts for Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. Combined with the Cole Komet receptions, over three and a half, the Justin Fields over 193 and a half passing yards, and the under... 47 and a half Justin Fields rushing yards plus a thousand. Lock it in. Let's do it. That's our week. That's our week away. It's the week in Tahoe. Just to re- just to remind everybody, we usually bet if we bet one unit on our um on our weekend weekend at Mount Charleston. Well, pretty- if we do one unit on both, it's 0.75 units on the weekend getaway. It's 0.25 units on the bomb the bomb shot. Exactly. Yeah. Let's lock it up. Go ahead. All right. So Parlay number one, the weekend getaway. You know, we're going to take a couple of days, maybe a Friday and Saturday. We'll come back on Sunday, but we're getting away for a little bit. We're going under Justin Fields, 47 and a half passing yard, uh, rushing yards. So under 47 and a half rushing yards for Justin Fields, over 193 and a half passing yards for Justin Fields, and over three and a half receptions for tight end Cole Komet. Theory is they're going to be trailing. He's going to throw the ball more. He's still not running as much as they thought he was going to. And the game script will more passing. And we like Komet, who had nine targets last week. Now we're going to add Washington running back Brian Robinson over 15 and a half carries. In Washington's two wins, he had 19 carries and 18 carries. We expect Washington to be winning tonight. Those four legs, 10 to 1. Well, or plus 1,000. I like, I tell you what, I like Tahoe. Um, I've run into Charles Barkley up there. It's uh, it's a good time. At the uh, American Century Golf Classic? Yes. Yeah, there you go. So that is our same game parlay for Thursday night football tonight between the Commanders and the Bears brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook where new customers can sign up and use the promo code RJ and get $200 when they bet just $5 instantly in your account. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) 